The Fettle Podcast is brought to you by Fettle.ie. Fettle.ie is an Irish-owned and operated online therapy platform. Our vision is a world where mental health is never an obstacle. Fettle is professional, affordable, convenient and effective. From the comfort of your own home, you can schedule online video counselling sessions with accredited Irish therapists. To date, Fettle has helped over 10,000 people and will provide over 2,000 hours of affordable and professional counselling this January alone. Fettle.ie is therapy on your terms. We are here to support the mental wellness of anyone who is struggling or others who simply want to continue flourishing. Fettle was created so more people can reap the benefits of therapy and have the tools to heal, grow and transform. You can use the code FETTLEPOD, that's F-E-T-T-L-E-P-O-D, to get 20% off any of our services, individual or coupled counselling, our eight-week self-paced online cognitive behavioural therapy course, or our wellbeing assessment with one of our leading psychologists. Go to FETTLE.ie today to start your healing journey. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Fettle Podcast with Tony Kelly. I'm your host, of course, Tony Kelly, and it's another very special episode this week. I know I say that probably every week, but it is a fact this week. My guest at this time in this episode is Colm Williamson. If the name Colm Williamson doesn't ring a bell with you straight away, I'm sure the name Bill Badbody probably does, or the words Waterford Whispers News probably rings a bell with you, or possibly even Clinkers, or any of the rest of the session heads, because yes, that's right, Colin Williamson is the man, the myth, the legend behind all of these things. Colm is a, uh, well, I, I like the, we're claiming him here in Waterford, he is originally from County Tipperary, as you'll find out in the episode, or in the interview, I should say. Um, but he bases himself here in Waterford. He's lived here for a long time and uh, he's made his own comedic empire for himself, which is hugely inspiring. I'm sure you'll, you'll agree. And especially after listening to the interview, I think you'll agree as well. Um, we I chat to Colm here about, um, about our common influences in comedy and, you know, how Colm basically took... Um, the frustration he was feeling during the recession, you know, everyone losing jobs, losing work, being out of work or whatever it might be. He took that frustration, that negative, and turned it into a huge positive and created Waterford Whispers News from all of that, you know, horrible time. Um, which is which is something I love about Colm and that's kind of the basis of where we're coming from in this interview. Um, but yeah, I suppose, look... Colm is, um, again, not, you know, not born and bred in Waterford, but he's one of us. He's a, he's a Waterford man. I'm sure he'll, he would agree with that as well. Um, and, you know, I, I, he kind of came on the scene at the same time I did as a stand-up comic. Both of us are based in Waterford. Both of us, you know, are, have carved out careers in comedy for ourselves and in entertainment as a whole. It's not something that usually happens uh, from Waterford, you know, um, so I think we have common ground they don't always kind of have, um, which is kind of maybe maybe what uh, what bonded us, um, you know, when we started to get to know each other. 
Colm is a part of my my film that's coming out later on this year. He plays a part in that as well. Um, and we have a little bit of a chat about how that came about. Um, I actually asked Colm originally to write the film with me. And um, Colm actually was the one who said, you know, you've already written it. You don't need me. And, and gave me a bit of a jolt to go ahead and do it. So... Colm is one of those guys who who cheers others to win as well, which I think is very important in our industry and in life in general. Um, but look, as always, I don't like to go on in these intros. Colm's CV and his work and everything he does speaks for itself. If you're a fan of Waterford Whispers News, if you're a fan of uh, Bill Badbody, if you're a fan of Session Heads, or if you're just a fan of comedy at all, or just really positive stories, this interview and this chat is for you. So again, without any further ado, I give you Colin Williamson. All right, here we are, another episode of the Fettle Podcast. I'm here with Colin Williamson. Hey. Hello, Colin. Bye bye. How's it going? All right, bye. Uh, appreciate you doing this. Yeah, I know thanks. We, were, we were just chatting before uh, before I press record there, and I was saying, you know, you don't usually do interviews out of character. No, not really. Unless there's, you know. Yeah, unless I'm selling something. Damn, there you go. You said it. So, no, I do appreciate this. You know, no I think it would have been fun maybe to do it as Bill or something, but. Oh, no, Bill's on, uh, he's in Dubai at the moment, so. Yeah. Uh, I don't blame. I don't blame him. I wouldn't mind it myself. Uh, no, listen. I'm delighted you're here, and delighted we're, we're having a chat in in this capacity. Yeah. Um. You know, we've kind of brushed up against each other mm-hmm. for a few years. Yeah. Yeah. And we, you know, I know you're you're going to be in the in the film that I'm in and all that soon oh, as well. To see it. Yeah. Uh, well, you saw a few clips. I did. It looked great. Jesus, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Thank you. No, I'm 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 beyond the listener being interested. I'm interested in your story and mm-hmm. where you came from and and how you built such a such an empire that even Bill Badbody himself would be proud of. <laughs> right. um, so t- for starters, I suppose we're we're in uh, Waterford Whispers News headquarters. The, twi- uh, the Whispers Towers. Whispers yeah. Towers, yeah. and uh, I'm not going to reveal anything about it's it. Top but secret. Yeah. It's, it, I, I thought you were messing with me. Uh, just for the listener, Colm texts me to say I'll meet him. We'll meet out here in the in Water Whispers Towers, and uh, he said that they're <laughs> they're labelled as something else. The business yeah. is labelled. It's something. cloaked. There's, there's like a cloaked business. So you you come in and you think it's one thing, but then there's a little door to the right, and it's just like. The, the layer, the whispers layer. Part of it is hilarious. I can't, I actually can't stop laughing thinking about it. Like I was in, I was actually in watching The Whale last night, you know, the oh, Brendan Fraser. Oh, you're man, uh, Fraser, isn't it? Do you know what? Yeah. It's actually Brendan Fraser. Fraser. And I, oh, it's like a Mandela I'd effect. Say he hates that one. He hates it, definitely, because <laughs> I've been calling him for 30 years. Uh, but yeah, no, I was in watching that last night. It was terribly sad, first of all. Oh. But I, I got your text and you were like, you know, it's it's actually called whatever it's called. And I just started roaring laughing. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. You know? Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the thinking behind that, though? Uh, I don't know. It just kind of happened. We had the the, the business downstairs wasn't there, uh, but then uh, yeah, it just kind of morphed into it. Like we had the whole kind of unit here, but then uh, business moved in downstairs, and it, it kind of worked out because you know it's it stops people kind of going, oh, there's Waterford Whispers. Let's go in and give out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's right, I and mean, we we'll certainly get to that. Mm. So look, I'm I I I think. I, Pretty much anyone I think listening to this, I would think anyway, is going mm. to be familiar with either Waterford Whispers News mm. or your Bill Bad Body character mm. or uh, Session Heads. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's 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 someone I think out there's going to know at least one of them, if not all yeah, of them. Yeah. But what I'm interested in is is yourself. You know, mm-hmm. you call him as a, as yeah. a guy. So it's, you're not you're not actually from Waterford originally. Is that no, right? I'm from Mulnahone. I'm up in Tip, uh, middle of nowhere, outside Mulnahone, rural. 
rural Mullinahone, like I mean, in the middle of a lot of farmers. <laughs> so I grew up in uh, up the hills yeah, in Mullinahone and uh, went to school in uh, Kilvemnan, which was a school of about 60 kids. Uh, and then I went to secondary in Callan and then I went to Feddert uh, after third year. So, yeah. Kind of done the rounds, you know, up there. And what uh, brought you? What brought you to Waterford? Uh, oh, where did I go uh, after I left home when I was nineteen? I got a job in Clonmel. That didn't last very long. Then I went to Dell and Limerick. Yeah, yeah I Dell. remember Dell and Limerick. Yeah. Oh my God, that was some experience. So I went down there. Uh, I'd say I was down there for about eight months. Uh, I, got, I think I got fired for shining a laser light <laughs> in a manager's eye. Uh, that was an excuse they gave anyway. I remember being brought in and he said, oh, no, you're fired. I was like, okay. So I, I was going out with a girl down in Tremor at the time. So I, I moved I moved then down to Tremor. And I, I, I suppose I've been off and on in Tremor for, for the last 20-something years. But I did. I left Tremor, uh, ended up in Dublin, was working for uh, call centers, that kind of thing. Doing got sacked out of the airport, putting a whoopee cushion underneath uh, the <laughs> Stuff like that. I just never liked uh working for for other people it never really worked out you know yeah i always had a problem with 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 that uh and then i ended up i said fuck it my mate my mate was uh, who was living with in in dunleary at the time he was working in a bar so i said oh that looks looks like great crack you know because we'd have sessions you know people would be coming back late at night and uh i just i started to get to know all the bar people and i said all right I, i'm just gonna fucking do this and uh i'd say within two two years of I, I spoofed my way in. I just went, uh, oh, do you, you ever work in a bar before? Is there, oh yeah. I, I swear to fuck, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. So I, I, I was like um, pulling pints. I remember trembling, handing over coffees and I was just awful. And uh, I got, got to grips with it. And then I kind of bullshitted more. I applied for another job, pretending that I was a manager of the last job. Yeah. And before I knew it, after three years, I was, you know, co-managing one of the biggest pubs in in Dunleary and uh, just 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 winging it like you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I do I do know <laughs> I know all about it um, bullshitted my way up yeah I, sometimes it worked out for you sometimes it's us in work to lie on the CV like when I lie on my acting resume that I can ride a horse and then got an acting job on top of a horse oh, and then no. was promptly fired from the job oh, no I wasn't fired but we couldn't do that scene <laughs> anyway um, yeah. so yeah, so that that's that is interesting. So a, a woman brought you to, to yeah, a woman, uh, and a woman, um, I suppose, brought me everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so when when I was in Dublin, uh, yeah, so I got sick of the bar business. It was like working sixty, seventy hours a week because uh, it was co manager. I thought it was great, uh, great money and all. But uh, 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 Lucas came along. Then uh, my partner at the time got pregnant. I was there. I am not. I am not having him have a Dublin accent. You know, there's no way. Yeah. I'm gonna, and that, that was a core reason. I said, right, uh, uh, let's let's move back down to Tremor because I loved Tremor. Mm-hmm. And I, <laughs> I missed the Vic and I missed, you know, just going to the, the places that, yeah. like I'd, I'd regularly kind of come back down to Tremor at the time. And I just said, look, listen, kid's born now. Let's let's move down. And literally, literally coming down and the, in the, in the, my, my, my father came up in a horse box because my mum and dad, they're, mad into horses my mum runs a horse rescue so <clears throat> uh, he had a big horse box moved all the stuff down and uh, on the way down uh, was uh, Lehman Brothers on the news going oh Lehman Brothers is they have to collapse in, in America and yeah. it's just like ah, ah sure that's not big news the next thing a couple of weeks of living in Tremor there was everything just went to shit everything just collapsed like the the whole world just 
just fell in on itself and jobs were nowhere and I was like oh, Christ where yeah. where am I going to work and ended up working uh, I worked out uh, where, where, where's where's the north the ferry bank some place out out I can't even remember the pub out the the out past out in the, the out by Sleeve Rue there yeah no, the no, not Sleeve Rue no it was the other side as you go towards oh, Mount Kine I was in a little pub in middle nowhere I can't remember the name it'll come back to me uh, Tony was the guy, guy who was running it uh, it was a shop and a pub and I can't remember the name of it but uh, I moved from there and went to the Grand uh, met Tom Tracy uh, I love him he's he passed recently lovely man <laughs> he's great crack and Tom Tom would uh, say oh Colm you could you could know you could manage uh, a restaurant I said well Tom I, I kind of yeah I, I'm a, you know I, I've experienced at the bar and stuff but oh no no you'd be a great restaurant manager I was right. like Christ I, I don't even know how to set the table like anyway ended up as a restaurant manager there for a year and uh, I just got you know as with hotel work you know yourself it's 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 you know you're everything you're not just the manager you're you're fixing right. remote controls in room 103 and you're up and down you know so i, I just kind of got burnt out and at that time then i was just right facebook really kind of took off uh i think in ireland more or less 2009 yeah uh everyone had a facebook account and everyone was playing uh jenga poker or uh, zenga poker and farmville, farmville <laughs> and you know sending farmville requests and uh while everyone was doing that i i just started writing ridiculous uh, stories which I would <clears throat> directly parody from, uh, say, the Munster Express or, or the News and Star. Uh, ridiculous things like local stories, you know. Yeah, so I, that, that's what that's what what's bringing me to this. You, you grew up in Mullinahone in the middle of nowhere, as you said yourself, mm, right? Yeah. Was comedy a big part of your childhood? Well, my my dad used to do stand up. Actually, uh, he used to do Frank Spencer. Wow. And uh, he 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 would have done it really well he was great you know uh and he he did want there was a hunger there but my mum was an amdram director and she still is an amdram director she she for last 40 years and she's well known up up in tip and clamel and she puts on shows and she's you know so we've always been on stage there's always i was always on stage from a young age uh been in numerous shows and even during school and stuff so i i was always kind of uh, in that role of acting and uh, I used to love comedy and I used to love um, Gary Shandling oh man uh, love that show I knew it I think I, I, I feel like we've had this conversation before yeah, about, probably. Larry, about Larry Sanders before yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I just, just love that uh, that kind of dry wit humour do you know uh, there was something special about that show yeah wasn't there? and Gary was just so uh it's just that smiley head and sarcastic kind of, I, I, I love that. Yeah, yeah, for anyone who's not familiar, because we're having an inside conversation here, mm. uh, it's the Larry Sanders show, which was a show by Gary Shanley. And yeah. it, was a, it was a fake talk show, but presented mm -hmm. as real. Yeah, it was yeah. almost mockumentary style. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely a precursor to The Office. Yeah. It was a precursor to Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. really. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, you know, and from, like, I, I remember being maybe 10, Mm -hmm. 11 seeing it in reruns or maybe it was yeah. still on at the time actually yeah and just going okay this is you know so, so it, it hit me and it hit you yeah 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 it's just just that 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 satirical kind of dry wit uh and i i suppose um a lot of people say oh you must have liked the onion i, I yeah that's I, what, I, the I question wasn't really like i didn't really follow I, and I, I suppose when i started whispers i i didn't even i wouldn't have read an onion article do you know what i mean and and, and then when i i started doing it just kind of came 
out of me taking the piss out of the local news and not really kind of thinking, oh, I'm a satire site. Or I, I was just writing fucking funny shit, you know? Yeah, no, I'm, and we will get there. Because, mm. like, in 2009, when, when you started, uh, I kind of had a similar path to you. I was mm. after giving up my job. I was a car salesman. Um, at the Cork Road, by I was out in the Cork Road. Yeah, I won't name the place because they mm-hmm. don't deserve a plug. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, look, I was I was a car salesman. I had mm. I quit my job and I had gotten into film school in New York. And I moved to New York. And I think a week before or a week after I went there, the whole world collapsed. Yeah, oh Christ, right? Um, but I was over there. Facebook was a big thing. I was mm. I was starting on Facebook. I was starting to do stand up. I was putting my videos on stand on on Facebook in little mm-hmm. groups and stuff. And it was it was good at keeping touch with home. Yeah. But then I, I would see your things, but I, I had seen The Onion mm-hmm. that year because it was in America. Of course, yeah, yeah. Like, I think people could underestimate how small the internet was then. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it was still kind of at its feature stage. You know, it was just, uh, people didn't really know what what the hell's going on. You know, they didn't, everyone kind of went, oh, the internet, yeah, it's grand, but they didn't really, back then you wouldn't really have predicted how, you know, how it changed the world. You know? yeah, I think people, yeah, and like YouTube was in its infant infancy, you know, because yeah. I'll tell you how bad it was. When I, I made this chart in film school called I Am Jeff Shanagari, which is almost a, a precursor to the hurler, mm. and people were burning DVDs of it and, and, and sending it around the school. Brilliant. That's yeah. how it went viral. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I, I, I remember reading The Onion, um, over there, there was an actual physical paper as Yeah, well. that's right. Yeah, they had published it, yeah. But because I was in the comedy world over there, starting to break in over there, mm. you know, I was like, oh, okay. And I'll be honest with you, it, I didn't care about it. I yeah. just kind of went, yeah. oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, and yeah. I love American humour. We just talked about Gary Chandling, you know. Yeah, my Ameri- yeah. my humour is, I think, you know, a mm-hmm. mix of English and American because that's what I grew up watching. Mm-hmm. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and then I, I remember seeing this thing pop up about Waterville Whispers News. Yeah. I think it was something to do with the park. There was a, a guy down in the park... Oh God, there's so many weird stories. The first one though. The first, first few stories were just, oh God. Uh, there was one about Wonderwall busking, I remember oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. So I had uh, a busker sentenced to three years in prison for murdering Wonderwall. Uh, yeah. And then I made a video out of that. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, but, that done quite well. But to go to go back to the onion thing, right? That <clears> was <throat> the first thing I saw, I thought was, oh, this guy's seen the onion mm-hmm. and is very cleverly Mm-hmm. You know, making his own of it, which is what you've done. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, the day to day was more inspiration to me, or or on the hour, and, and uh, Anucci and uh, yes. Chris Morris and Brassai and all that kind of stuff. They, that's what kind of got me into the video part of it. And know? that's what the, the the compliment I was setting up for was. It didn't feel like the onion to me. Mm-hmm. I remember at the time saying, especially when you did the videos, yeah. I went, oh, it's not it's not The Onion, it's Brass Eye. Okay, all right, deadly, yeah. That's how you I got feel. The, you, you sussed the influence off the, yeah, yeah. And as anyone who's a, a student of comedy or a yeah. lover or an obsessive of comedy would do, I think. Yeah, absolutely. It never yeah. had the tone of The Onion. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Onion is, I, I do love it now. I do read it now, obviously, Um. Uh, but yeah, it wasn't wasn't what set me off. No. For me, I could see Chris Morris in in your in you even as you present now as as your characters and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it's yeah, it, yeah, and because I loved Brass Eye as well. Yeah, oh god, yeah. I only seen a clip of that on TikTok this morning. The Peter Geddon one. <laughs> oh my god, I was there. Oh, how that was actually pretty. Jesus. It was before its time, though, as well, especially yeah. when the one about the drugs and the cake. Mm-hmm. Remember that? And they yeah, had, uh, the fool and uh, Gary Lineker and uh, a load of different people. Phil cake. Collins, nonsense. Yeah. 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 <laughs> really before its time. But no, I, 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 you know, and we're a little bit ahead of ourselves. Mm. You, 
did, were you left? Were you laid off with the recession, or, or what had happened? Well, I I moved down and I I thought, oh yeah, easy get work down here, and I was in the grand, and I I just kind of had a meltdown one night, and I I just I was I just sick of it. I was sick of everyone and anything to do with service industry, and I I was already two years at Whispers at this stage. And I was just there, right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to bait into this thing because there's nothing else to do. Okay, so you were two years at it. Mm. So was it making waves, making money at uh, this point? No, it wasn't. It was just, it wasn't. But in my head, I was like, you know, everyone's telling me this is really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe maybe there's something in it, you know. But I, I think I just needed to get out of the service <laughs> industry because uh, it, you, you just get burnt out, you know, if you're, if you're doing that kind of mileage um, I, I just said, right, no, uh, I'm going to take a little break. Everyone's unemployed. I might as well be unemployed. I left anyway, or probably fired. I'm not sure which, but uh, I think it was a mutual agreement there. But uh, I just said, right, started baiting into whispers. Uh, I was with my partner at the time. We, uh, that, that, that relationship, unfortunately, didn't work out. Uh, as but they that's, don't sometimes. No, it was grand. It was all in good good taste it was just things don't work out and that's the way it is uh so i i moved into an apartment on my own and uh that's when i really started just baiting out what, the stories. what year was this uh 2010 okay uh 2010 or 11 i'm not sure uh uh but i really just started right i'm gonna do two three stories a day uh and it just started taking off and it just started were you just growing. using facebook at this point or facebook did notes yeah notes. And, and they still pop up uh, there was no website, so there was literally no outlink. So everything, Facebook loves Facebook. So if you if you if you keep stuff on Facebook, it will the reach will open up like you know. And then uh, if you you know if you have a website, it's harder. Obviously, they don't like link linking out of it. But at that time, everything I did just went woo, you know. So uh, what was the what was the story that really kicked it off? Was uh, it the North it was, Korea uh, one? So no, no, before North Korea, there was one. When the Obamas visited, um, uh, they visited oh. uh, Ireland for the money gall and all that kind of stuff. And that I, I did a story uh, with Michelle Obama saying, "God, these Irish are ugly motherfuckers, <laughs> right?" And <laughs> I just I, did, I don't know where the satire is in that, but I just did it anyway. And um, uh, just to come, it took off. It just went viral in in the states. And all all around the Bible Belt area, and it was just basically a bunch of race, racists jumping on and and just tearing into Michelle Obama, thinking the thing was real. So that was the kind of first one that you know people thought that was real, and uh, it just really took off. And then um, I think after that, I I had previously I, I was there right. I need more writers. I can't do this. I I could do two three stories a day, but in order. And I could see Google, so I had Google AdSense at that stage. And I said, geez, I'm making, you know, the money started going up 10 quid a day, 20 quid a day, 30 quid a day. Right, if I get another writer in, I could double that, you know. Uh, and at the time, it was quite generous, the, the, the money you'd make from programmatic. So I asked a guy. A year later, he got back. And uh, I think that was just after the Michelle Obama story. Uh, and Carl got on to me, and he goes, because he was running another site. I said, Carl, can you... I met him in Dublin. I said, "Can can we do? Um, can you can you? I I don't have anything. I can't pay you much. I can pay you whatever revenue you make from the from the stories." And uh, we kind of worked away on that. And then uh, in in two thousand fourteen, uh, the North Korean story just landed, uh, which was just just took off. You know, mm-hmm. uh, which was North Korea 
Land, the first ever man on the sun. That just went bonkers. That, like, I mean, just crazy. Uh, crazy. Do you, do you think? Do you think you're kind of a precursor to the fake news thing? Uh, uh, like, I don't mean that as a slight against you. I mean it against dumb people. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, I mean, there was a lot of. It, not not in Ireland. There was no one really doing what, the the kind of satire, fakey spoof news in Ireland. No, I, what I mean, I should rephrase my question. What I mean by that is, mm. what I mean by that is, people reading things that aren't true and believing them to be real. Oh, what they do is they they read the headline, don't click in to the story. They don't. Oh, the headline says it all for me, and I'm just going to share it and give out about it, you know? Yeah. Or or comment underneath it and still not read the bloody thing, and that still happens a lot with us and. Um, yeah, people, people, you know, it was a new world, uh, as in uh, everyone's a publisher now, you know, uh, Twitter, and every time you, you do a tweet, you're a publisher, like you're you're literally a publisher, by law, you're, you're the same as a newspaper, so people would just jump on and just give their opinions, and everyone wants to give their opinions, and it was great, because the more comments you got in a, an article, the more weight that article got, the more reach that article got, so that that's the way you know it works and uh i suppose uh it's great when you do satire it's topical people tend to start giving out to each other on it it's mm-hmm. like great you work away guys yeah and that's and that's kind of what i'm getting at as i love that you've built this huge success mm. on what i see as a huge negative in the world mm. social media mm-hmm. people tearing each other apart yeah 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 you know, absolutely. Now, I mean, I said something about football the other day on a on a private post, and like, what do you mean by that? You know, and it was very <laughs> soccer tame. for the yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, and it was just very tame. You know, and yeah, yeah. Why did I it think, keep falling down? <laughs> no, I just I, <laughs> I think what it is is that people are so ready to fight each other online mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah, but what you've done, and I love this, is mm-hmm. that like you've you've invented this comedy mm-hmm. that benefits from maybe one of the worst parts of the internet. Well, it was born out of anger. You know, it was born out of, I suppose, the recession. And I was really angry at, uh, one, the government, number two, the media, and number three, social media. Uh, and, and I am still uh, just as angry, if not more <laughs> angrier now mm. than then. But uh, yeah, with what we do, we're we're like anti-media. We're anti-corruption you know corruption and all that kind of stuff. And... Uh, that's 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 the 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 driver for for all three of us, and I can speak for the other two. Who guys. are the other two guys? Uh, so so Jerry McBride uh, he would be uh, one of them, and Jerry's from Monaghan originally. Uh, a very funny guy, comedian on the circuit for years. Still, I think he still does comedian or stand up. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carl, Carl was just Carl. He was just in college, and he had. Does uh, Carl have a second name? Uh, Moylan, Carl, Carl Moylan. Moylan, and uh, he. Um, he was the guy initially I brought on uh, and chased down because he had a rival site called Not The News and it was quite good. And, and at the time, there was no one else doing... I was like, who is this? Well, you know, you know yeah, when you yeah. see someone, a bit of competition and you know a little bit of ego in me, was like, eh, who's this guy now? And I'd be reading his stuff going, oh, fuck, he's really good. <laughs> and I just sent him an email and it took him a, a year to get back to me. But um, yeah, glad he did. And you, you three are still... Oh, still the same three of us, yeah. I mean, can't employ anymore. Like it's it's a small business. Like I know. I don't even mean it like that. I just mean like the three you stuck together. And oh it's, yeah, it's it's the it's the conglomerate of the three. Yeah, and we're quite it. different. Di- uh, quite different. Um, uh, so Jerry's from Northern Ireland, more or less. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Carl's from the middle of the country, and I'm from the south. So 
we kind of cover we need a do we need a from someone from the west maybe i don't know but we we, we kind of cover the, the the top to bottom of ireland i suppose yeah in, in culture and and growing up differently i suppose carl's from south dublin not that he's just, you know no he doesn't talk like that like mm-hmm. but he's you know he's he's from the city and jerry again's from the country uh monaghan's quite a uh, wild spots just like i suppose tip tip was quite wild for me when i was growing up as well but, yeah um, yeah no we've a good good different kind of collective mix of humor and and you know there's a lot of debate goes on behind the scenes as well sure but which is always healthy by the way but it look is, i yeah. suppose the point is it's working it's working <laughs> yeah it's working for now anyway <laughs> yeah it's been working and the three did the three write the books together as well yeah yeah so the lads um every, every year we do an annual and uh it's it's the three of us write write the book so it's kind of a collection of what we've done over the year with uh, a 40 percent mix of new stuff so we would do new stuff then for the book every year book 10 is this year so we have that wow. signed for and book 11 so book 10 is going to be this year and that should be out in november i think so look i want to i just want to i want to hop on what you said about the anger thing because mm-hmm. it really it, it's a good segue into bill mm, um, yeah. tell me a little bit about where that comes from bill, I, i'll tell you where he came from uh I, I, bill we, bad body by bill, the way bill bad body so we how that started was uh we said right we'll do a live show uh let's do a live show uh okay uh, my friend nisha none we'll we'll do it we'll put on a live show and i said cool and and barry murphy uh barry's uh obviously from apres match yeah, great barry, com- yeah. comedian great comedian uh, so barry directed it and we done the whole thing casting or whatever and uh, I read for that actually. Did you? I did. All right. <laughs> I didn't do a good audition. Okay. <laughs> I'm a terrible auditioner. Right. No. No. Uh, yeah. It was. It, it was quite intense. The whole audition stuff. There was so many different things, and then we got a short list, and then we saw those people live, and da da da. da. Uh, and we got two great actors for that. But uh, what what happened there was, I think we put the cart before the horse that we didn't develop them on the site. So people were wondering, what's this show? Now, we did sell out Vicar Street and other places across the country, but when looking back after the show and kind of went, right, it, we, di- we didn't develop a character. Now, I'm just going to hop on this, right? Mm-hmm. That is spot on, right? Mm-hmm. Because I, when I read for it, yeah. I, my agent sent me the thing and she was like, look, we've sent you for this because, you know, yeah. Waterford. And I went, all right, okay live show and then I, I read it yeah. and that was my thought as that's what now, everyone's thought yeah now listen I didn't do a good audition I remember it okay. I didn't do a good audition was it video, I, video tape I, I taped yeah I taped okay, and I sent right. in but I remember looking at it going well who is this guy who am I reading this exactly and I kind of went I don't I, but the Waterford I, but I remember saying to my agent as well mm-hmm. Waterford Whispers News will just sell it yeah it doesn't matter if it's me or whoever it is that's what we thought yeah, <laughs> yeah. it did sell but it was it was quite a struggle because and then asking people well we didn't know you know you're trying to what what was it you, you and to sell anything in a live setting I think especially with comedy you need a face and a personality and yeah. we just didn't develop that and we, we just kind of you know, we kind of went, right, okay, you know, on the back of the brand, the brand was fly. you know, it's it's so popular and whatever, but but you, you need a face, a face that people would have already been familiar with. So mm-hmm. after the show, I was there, right, right, okay, well, will we revisit this or or, or what? Uh, and then I said, no, we, we need, I had a good thing about it, we need to 
develop a character and the only way I could afford to do it was to do it myself because yeah. um, I, I, as I said I, I'm used to performing and you know doing accents and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and initially Bill was meant to be uh, and there was a, this was at the start of the rise of the, the far right yeah. uh, and the, the, the protests and all that kind of stuff Gemma Doherty all that thing mm-hmm. so Bill was initially a, a right wing guy you know uh, a, a wealthy right wing guy kind of parodying you know the national party and how the the rich guys in the the right just rile up the the working class and yeah. basically what's going on exactly and get them to now. kill each other while they take all the money literally what's happening yeah. right now it's 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 just magnified by 10 so uh I, with bill then i started following all the right wing people and and researching i've done it for a good year and jesus i i had to stop because you're just getting you're just getting really down going what the hell these yeah. people it's just, it just starting to affect me do you know i was just like right i can't i can't follow them anymore so we kind of transitioned bill into being a landlord um a wealthy landlord we stepped away from the right wing so all i was doing i think at the time i, I kept commenting on I, I found myself trying to take down the far right guys and i i, I was just giving them exposure do you know what i mean it's a fine line it is a fine line and uh i, I danced it for a while as a right all I'm doing, am, am I doing any good here? Or So I just changed Bill into being a landlord. So Bill then became a big, wealthy, uh, megalomaniac landlord, uh, corporate landlord, and uh, I, I changed him. Into, so that's that's where he's at now. And I think he's, he's that really kind of resonated with everyone on, bo- yeah. on both sides of left and right and middle and up and down, where, whatever wing you want. Um, it's, you know, the landlord thing, Personally, I've been in 33 different rentals since okay. I left home in the 19. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I, I've gone through the mill. Uh, I'm still renting. I can't afford to buy a house. I'm still renting. Um, so I, I, I've gone through all the landlord. I've no, so it was a no-brainer for me. I, I had enough material in my head to, to be that person, you know, and, and build and the voice. The voice kind of it came out of Brian O'Donovan, a mixture of Brian O'Donovan and uh, a couple other different Brian O'Donovan, you know, yeah. and, and that kind of voice kind of came out of it. And uh, yeah, it was, and there's a lot of developing in it. So, But the name is, mm. uh, you it, used to sign off some some articles early on, I think, as that character, would I be right in saying uh, that? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Or some of the videos maybe. The, vi- the video, well, it was initially Pad- Paddy Brown, then we had Thomas Hill, yeah. Jenkins Lane. Uh, there was all different names. I, I went through all different names. I think Will Will Goodbody is obviously the RTE of business course. editor, and uh, I just reversed that. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's great. It's and it's it's uh, the best character names mm. are ones that when you hear them, you know they're a character. Yeah, yeah, I think, and yeah. it's going to stick with you. Yeah, 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 you know? yeah, yeah. It's a bad body. It, it, the bad is in it, so he's always never going to be good, is he? He's just going to be. A, brick like yeah you know. no it's 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 great i think it's very topical obviously the the landlord thing everyone mm-hmm. you know the, the like look even the fact that you're sitting here saying you don't own a house mm-hmm. uh, i had a, another comedian david mcsavage on a few weeks ago yeah he doesn't own his own house yeah look, you know what i mean you're looking at two of the most successful comedians uh, you know are, are comedy people in mm-hmm. ireland mm-hmm. and they can't afford to buy their own house that that's yeah. not right well there's no more real money no in what we're doing but that's that but that's my yeah. point well, you don't need to tell me Colin. i know that <laughs> you know but it's it's a fact you know yeah. it's that's not right if yeah. you if you like if you were 
if you were in the States, mm-hmm. you'd be under SAG, Screen Actors Guild, or whatever it would be, yeah. and you'd be making the money you should be making. Yeah, well, the problem with Ireland is it's still conservative. We're still coming out of Catholic era, and the, the, the brands in this country mirror that, and they know that, and they are conservative, and it's very hard to monetize satire, especially, and comedy. Because, you know, it's changing now. It is. I, the last couple of years, they're getting a lot braver and th- it's good. Money's starting to slowly come in. Uh, but uh, after nearly 10 years of trying, but it's, it's yeah, it's it's starting to break even now, do you know? Yeah, and I know that's obviously a lot of where the, the revenue is coming from on your mm. online basis is people don't know. You team up with a brand mm-hmm. and, you know, you get them to sponsor a post or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And I, for a small moment in time, I actually wrote some copy for, for people, you know, for mm. a certain website who was doing the same thing. And even at that, it wasn't even copy for finished articles. It was to put in a bid okay. to be sponsored. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the decks that they do. The, I, the I would do the decks and mm-hmm. I would come up with the concepts and all that. I think I lasted a month, maybe six weeks. Mm-hmm. So I admire the fact. I know how hard that is. Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's quite a chore uh, because you, you do a lot of work and sometimes uh, they just go, oh, yeah, or no, we won't. Or if they do, sometimes they go, Oh, that's so funny. It's cheeky. It's exactly what the brand like. But can you take out all the funny stuff, please? <laughs> and uh, that's that's kind of... Uh, but now, it's, as I've been saying, it's it's kind of... Yeah, there's, there's, there's good brands out there and we're, we're starting to, to partner with them, you know? It's, I think, honestly, it's a, it's a real... What I also love... What I was going to say is it's a, it's a real... Um, a really inspirational story mm. is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you know, yeah. To come like, out of... To come out of Rags to riches. Rags to riches, you know, it is. And like, that's Not what riches, this, no, but that's, right. I, that's what I said before we press record is that's mm. what this podcast is about. Mm. It's about people having a negative mm-hmm. and turning it into a positive, you know. Yeah. You've turned yeah. in maybe three positives, I think. Yeah. Which brings me to the third thing I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. which is session heads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're like, sitting in the session heads, setting you. I'm actually in the set <laughs> right in now. The set, you. Yeah. But like, that to me, that to me is the most relatable for me. Yeah, being a Waterford man. Being a Waterford man, <laughs> but not only that, like, uh, I'm from St. John's Park. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful part. I'll always, if, I, if someone asks me, where am I from? I say, I'm from St. John's Park in Waterford. I moved out to the, a, a different area when I was about 12, mm-hmm. but I am from St. John's Park. My whole family is. Uh, so I'm from the original, one of the, one of the, what I'm trying to say is I'm from one of the original city Estates, mm-hmm. St. John's Park, Kilcone, yeah. Cherry Mount, Largeville, Valley Beg, and yeah. Dog, and all those places. We all knew them fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew them as well. Yeah. <laughs> I lived down here. Uh, I'd done a lot of research in my youth. Um, yeah, no, it, it, those lads, uh, I, I, I just, they're, they're an amalgamation of lots of different characters from not only Waterford, but, uh, you know, Limerick and. But they have the Waterford accent. But let's you know? just—you're saying they, right? Let's mm-hmm. clear. So, but you—you are all the guys. I'm all the characters. So I'm Glinkers. Uh, is kind of the main villa, right? And then ah, uh, Jail's like, a bit of a fucking fool, like you know. And then uh, college head. Uh, uh, college head then is the guy that they always send to the shop for the skins. Uh, and then you have Eugene, and Eugene's from probably Portland. And that's too sure. You know where he's from. <laughs> And who else? The, and then the Dublin lads. I had, uh, had nailers, you know, I had nailers as well. And nailers got killed. So nailers' brother came along, and he's a bit more kind of stuttery, you know. So uh, and it's all done with filters. And you see, yeah, how do you, you know, do it? That's the. So I see that thing that that holds my phone. So I have there's Eugene's. 
jumper I see all the, here. All, by the way, for the listener, all the costumes here, Colm's got a kind of an arm, kind of a... For the phone. And, yeah, monopod. And, and then on the phone, then there's filters that... Uh, Did you I make made, the filters? I made the filters, yeah. So here, and this is another, what I, what I think is a compliment. Mm-hmm. When it came out first, I was like, obviously this is hilarious. Mm-hmm. But like people are saying, do you know that film? I'm like, yeah, I know him, you know. Yeah. Uh, well, he's he's Gaman Clinkers or whatever. You know, I thought yeah. you were uh, one of them. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, di- I on it, you fooled me. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was you. Uh, I get that all the time. People come up, you know, you're not all the characters. Yes, I am. I'm all the characters. No, but you're you're not Eugene as well. Yeah. Well, there's a wig for Eugene and a jumper. That's it. Yeah. But 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 they're all different. Yeah. How do you all talk to each other? Well, it's editing. You know, yeah. it takes. Forever. How did you learn it to do the, the filters? Uh, so I, it was just a, uh, an app I downloaded and um, I was there one day and I put it up and uh, it was initially clinkers and uh, I looked at uh, and it, the, the voice actually came out of looking at the, the filter, right. which is weird. And th- they all have. So I looked at the filter and go, oh, that fella dogs like that. And then I put Jay on. He's like, ah, yeah, because he's smiley. And he's, yes. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, it changed the voice. So they kind of morphed from the sound came from the the visual, if that makes sense. And I think that's how a lot of voice acting works. You know, yeah. um, you see you, you, the cartoons and stuff like that. You see the the finished. How would that, that person and, sound? Exactly, that's the way it works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Eugene, then the big heavy voice because he's got a big chin. You know, mm. um, uh, yeah. And it, it just I, I I started it off as a mess. Uh, the very first one was just the two lads talking on my personal page. I just put it up and I was there. Put it up, taught nothing about it. Uh, Ali, my partner, she was like, that's hilarious. Oh, sure, I'll make it public. So I woke up the next morning, there was like 20,000 views on it, and everyone just commenting, going, oh, more, more, more. Yeah. So it just took off then. You know? What's really good about it as well is, again, it's a fine line. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's very fine. You line. know, and I, I really admire the fact that you're you're... You're so good at knowing where that line is and not going over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, they're, the characters are... Guys, I know so many guys like that. I played mm-hmm. football with them. I grew up with them. I know them still. Yeah. And there's people out there who'd almost disparage that. Yeah, yeah, You yeah. never do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. are characters that you love. You love, yeah. Because, because you're not talking down to the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, do you know what I mean? You're, you're representing that world. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. I, I, I know that sounds very deep. <laughs> but, yeah. but you yeah. know yourself. I'm not making them look like... Yeah, the, you you love the characters because you know, or it's a part of yourself. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah, in it, like uh, yeah. But uh, you know, I just love the the humor. There's a bit of satire in it as well, social commentary. Uh, yeah, I, I I just love doing them. I wish I had more time to do them. Uh, I, I will have. I, I'm hopefully I'll make a movie out of yeah. it someday. Yeah, well, I'm glad you said it because we when mm. when we when we spoke about the hurler mm-hmm. last year, maybe even maybe even two years ago. Jeez, it was two years ago. Yeah. It was actually two and a half. I think when we met when yeah. we met first. Right. But I remember you saying to me your your intention was to do a session yeah. and it's a movie. Yeah, that was right. And then the, the COVID hit and. Uh, I was going to do a fund me campaign. That was probably a bad time to do. No, a but we we met in. <clears throat> In Waterford for coffee, and it was definitely summer 2020. Like was it, there was yeah. no one even. I remember meeting, and we were kind of like, "Oh, are we okay to meet?" Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, actually. So like, it's that long, yeah. that long ago. But yeah. I, I'm, I'm here to advocate for the session heads movie. Good. I think, I think, I think <laughs> Thank that. You. And so hopefully the listener here will, uh, yeah. will get behind that as well. Oh, I love doing it. It's just a passion. Session heads is just, I just love, and I've so much, I've so many ideas written down. That I have to try and get through them all, but I might keep them for the movie. Yeah, we'll Do see. yeah. Um, 
so you do a bit of live performing now as well as mm-hmm. Bill. Is it? I actually saw Shane O'Keefe, who's oh, a, Shane, a good yeah. pal of mine and a frequent collaborator f- mm-hmm. with Deutschman Productions. You know, he's a producer on on the Hurler and mm-hmm. is in it as an actor. Yeah, fine actor actually. Uh, he runs Kilkenny Comedy Club now, a new comedy club. Yeah, uh, I might be dusting off the mic myself. To Sh- Shane's producing our podcast that's coming up as well. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um, and you you did a set there recently what way does that work uh yeah so um it's bill at a desk uh doing the news uh just 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 sat our news and it's kind of depends on imagery as well so we'd always have screens and uh you're bouncing you're linking to so we've great great kind of uh, uh, satire news videos and okay. different things. Because what I was wondering, I suppose, is, is it a straight stand-up set? or well, is it? I, I did try a straight stand-up set with Bill in Shane's Club, actually, in November. Um, uh, in the... What, what's the name of that pub up there? Uh, I can't remember. The Hub, or... No, no, it's the... Anyway. Home I, Rule. Home Rule. Home Rule. Lovely. Lovely pub. Um, great venue. And um, uh, I did Bill kind of more or less not the news thing, and it worked out really well. I was, uh, Chris Kent was on headlining, I and, uh, and I love Chris Kent. He's so yeah, funny. Chris is great. He's so funny. And uh, I, I was kind of ner- I was really nervous going on, but once I got up, uh, so Bill was just kind of going through his landlord texts and how to deal with tenants, and it was a really kind of, I, I wrote it within a couple of days, and I was there, oh, God, this is going to be a disaster, and it really worked out really it well. happens that way Colin mm. it really does you know I remember you know we were talking about that Watford video I did that haunts me every year when it comes <laughs> up on Facebook yeah. right and like I wrote that the night before the show I'd been touring this PS I Hate You show around North America oh, yeah. for a year right. developing it and uh, and I came home and I went you know what I should do something about Watford and I threw down like three ideas or something like yeah. that and then that's what ended it just, up going for it. Just branched out then so yeah. it ha- but that's my point it happens like that but was yeah. that your first time doing a straight stand up straight stand up yeah yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, still relied on visuals, but um, I, ca- I can see myself dropping that. It's a bit of a crutch, the visuals. When, when I, re- I realised that when I was, you know, all the other comedians are sweating and going, oh, God, I'm, I'm up on stage. Uh, I, I, I had the opportunity of using visuals, which works well, but but then I was thinking while I, while I was doing it, I, I started ad-libbing and, you know, doing off-the-cuff stuff while I was on stage. I was like, geez, this is flowing really well. I can actually drop this shit yeah. behind me you feed off the live audience yeah and feed off the audience yeah, yeah. so come here tell me what's coming up soon because i don't uh, want to hold up oh yeah we have the the podcast which should be out in april We're gonna, but what's that podcast uh, the podcast so is uh the waterford whispers podcast uh we have great people on it uh, working on it so it's me jerry and carl talking about the viral stories and the backstories and there's some great ones uh and then we have we we padded it with uh, obviously the satire news uh, Bill interviewing people like we we have uh, Blind Boy said he's going to do it. We have Donia Sullivan, uh, a few more uh, Gino Kenny TD, and um, we also have uh, Emma Dorn writing on it. Peter McGann, Sean Burke with David Atkinson, uh, and we're going to get hopefully. I think Kevin McGann said he was in a few more, a good few more brilliant heads as well. Um, uh, you know, going to be working on it hopefully, and um, it's. I'm, I'm not sure who, I can't mention who we're going with but 
pretty yeah. big provider and sure it should, but it'll be able. available wherever the Everywhere podcast, you get your podcast. Like, just like the federal podcast is mm-hmm. um and that's out april april 1st i hope okay so april 1st the Waterford whispers podcast <laughs> it's coming soon yeah i think a sale like that is the best way to end any interview call yeah, absolutely okay well, listen thank you so much thank man, you man. thank you thanks man. see you soon <laughs> see ya. the federal podcast with tony kelly is brought to you by fettle.ie Fettle is an Irish-owned and operated online therapy platform. From the comfort of your own home, you can schedule online video counselling sessions with accredited Irish therapists in an affordable way. Fettle.ie is therapy on your terms. If you're interested in trying Fettle, whether you're struggling right now or want to continue to flourish, you can use this code FETTLEPOD, that's F-E-T-T-L-E-P-O-D, to get 20% off any of their services. Just go to fettle.ie today to start your healing journey. Okay, that was it. That was Colm. I hope you all enjoyed it. I certainly did when we had the chat and we were we were undercover in <laughs> in Waterford Whispers News secret headquarters. It was nice to be invited there and to see where all the magic is made. Uh, I hope you're all having a good week, a good day, a good hour, a good evening, a good night, a good moment, wherever this podcast finds you. Um, as per the advertisements, if you're struggling at the moment and something's going on for you, give Fettle a try. Go to Fettle.ie, use the code FETTLEPOD and, um, you know, get and, and, and yeah, just, just talk to someone. You know, we've all done it and we all do it. Uh, some brilliant chats to come. I'm not going to spoil it. I have a list of people to get through who are going to be coming on the podcast. I have interviews in the can just waiting to be released. All so, so interesting people, wonderful people, people who've come from adversity and conquered it or just come up against adversity and conquered it or just have a great story to tell. Um, And I've asked them to come on. I hope you're all enjoying the Fettler podcast as much as I am having brought back the podcast. Uh, The feedback's been great, guys. Thank you so much to everyone who's got in touch. Uh, if you are enjoying it, if you wouldn't mind giving us a rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, whatever you're listening to, give us a five-star review. It will help. Uh, follow me on Instagram. I'm at It's Tony Kelly. It's the only social media network that I really use. And uh, other than that, guys, have a great afternoon, evening, night, month, whatever. <laughs> Just mind yourselves. Be good. Have a good time. And I'll see you next time. It's the Fettle Podcast with Tony Kelly. The Fettle Podcast with Tony Kelly is presented and edited by Tony Kelly, produced by Lovely Hurling Productions, sponsored by Fettle.ie, and with music provided by Dave Giordano. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.